Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, it is the episode you guys have all been waiting for. I feel like that's like a classic thing for an influencer or someone to say, but it genuinely is because I feel like I can't even go on Instagram without you guys asking about it. I do have a little bit of a cold, so I apologize that I sound kind of like a little boy, but I swear it's me. This episode is something that I've definitely been putting off for a while, and at first it was intentional, and now I think it's definitely been... Um, I've had a really like tough just like few months like since summer so I guess it's been (laughs) quite a while now Um, but I've just already had so much anxiety and fear and stuff in my life that I didn't feel like adding to the pain that I've already been experiencing by subjecting myself to negativity from strangers and I say strangers because I know it's not the people that are like ride or die with me, get me, love me, the real mood LE community. Um, but people love drama. People love clickbait. People love to have an opinion and hide behind a screen. We know this. It comes with the territory. And so in order to protect my peace and myself, I wanted to be able to wait. And I feel like now where I'm at in my life is a much better place, to be completely honest. You know, I still obviously have a whole world of mood issues. I mean, it's me, let's be honest. But I do feel like I'm at a place where I've done every single, like as much as I possibly can in order to record this episode whether it be literally just living life and experiencing things and figuring things out by trial and error and confiding in people, talking to my therapist every single Tuesday for the past, I mean, five years now, but specifically about this for a while now and talking to the people that have mentored me through this process and really sitting down with them and figuring out what I want to say. Because usually I just get on here and I mean, I like to be real and I like to be authentic. And so we just shoot the shit. And this, I wanted to recognize that it is very delicate and I didn't want to rush into it for a multitude of reasons. So it is a podcast episode. So before we dive into everything, I want to talk to you guys about ritual. Gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. Over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and 95% are not getting the recommended daily intake of omega-3s, which are literally two of the most important vitamins for me specifically. 
Ritual's Essential for a Woman 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual didn't stop there. They invested in gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamins. And guess what? The results? Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. The clinical study was published in leading scientific journals, Frontiers in Nutrition. You guys, a published clinical study is a big deal and a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication. No shady stuff. I love how transparent this brand is. I love that they invested in clinical trials because as the nerd that I am, I know how hard that actually is to do and what a big deal it is to get those results. And I love stuff like that. So not only do I love taking Ritual, I love that little minty taste that it has. It makes it so easy, but they're also just like literally a badass company. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. All you have to do is visit ritual.com slash mood and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash mood. So this week I'm not really going to do best mood, worst mood, mood boosters because I just feel like this is a solo episode that just needs to be what it is. So we will resume the usual best mood, worst mood, mood boosters, current mood combo next week. And I also want to open this up to not just be a one and done because now that it's going to be out there, I would love to even do a follow-up. I know that might be like subjecting myself. Um, I'm not going to be defending myself. I have nothing to prove. I have nothing to defend. I'm just telling a story, but I do want to be here for you guys. So if we maybe come to the conclusion that we want to do an advice or an open AMA, um, just head over to at mood with Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram and maybe we'll do a follow-up solo episode to this if you guys are interested and just more information. So let's start at the beginning. I want to say that these are the chapters of my life. They don't define me then. They don't define me now. And they don't define anyone else. And I think the most beautiful thing is that I get to be who I am today because I'm not who I was back then. So I shared my journey quickly in a time of despair with what was going on in my life. Um, I never hide who I am and it just felt right at the time because I was just in a dark place and I wasn't myself and I had to at least let you guys in to let you know like why and like what was going on and I never hide who I am so it felt right at the time. And obviously the funny thing about sharing your life online is you get to the place where we are right now where there is change and it confuses people. I mean, I get it. Like if I was on the outside looking in, I'd totally be gossiping with my friends and being like, oh my God, Lauren Elizabeth, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I'm literally just a normal person going through the chapters of my life and willing to share the good and the bad with thousands of people that I don't know. And I know, like I said, the judgment and the chatter comes with the territory, but I will continue to share because it's literally all I know how to do. I shared back in, I believe, 2019, 2020, that I stopped drinking. And the reason I waited so long to tell this story is because A, I wanted to be clear as I could and as far away from the situation as I could be. And B, it involves other people and I can't speak for them, nor do I want to speak about them anyway. And I think that was really the hardest obstacle for me to overcome, honestly, is because I know exactly who I am. I'm completely confident in who I am and my choices, but there is 
you know, critical parts of the story that don't involve me. And I think it was very hard for me to understand how to speak about it. And I think I got to a decent enough place. So like I said, the place I was in at the time was not good. I was lost. I was in a relationship that highlighted my underlying issues and natural vulnerabilities, being insecure, being a perfectionist, being uncomfortable in my own skin, wanting to be loved and never abandoned, willing to change who I was for it. I just literally simply allowed myself to change for another human being. And I think it's important to hear that I'm saying I allowed myself. That is my part, my doing. I was a part of this. Like I did this, not just someone else. So yes, I was in what people call an unhealthy relationship where I couldn't and didn't want to see straight. I spent four years consciously and subconsciously changing as much as I could about myself for another person. And as time went on, I lost more and more of myself. And some stuff I, you know, deep down could realize and notice and see, but there was other stuff that I was just, you know, like horse blinders on. I was just like, this is who I want to be anyway. Like I'm changing for the better. Like this is good. But obviously it isn't good to lose yourself and not love yourself. And so this is the part where like I'm just going to be blunt because I don't want to just talk about my relationship. But I do want to talk about underlying issues. But this is kind of what you guys all came here for, which is the bluntness of I was drinking more than usual and what I think is a subconscious defiance and a coping mechanism. And it came to the point where I was told I would lose what I thought was my everything if I didn't stop. And no, not my family, not my career, not people that loved me, my everything, my relationship. And I'd been down this road before. I knew if I made the change, I would keep my everything. So I, I did. And here's the part where you're probably going to be like, oh my God, she's so resentful and she regrets it and she blames and it's not her fault and she's going to defend herself and blame it on someone else. That's like literally not the case at all. Right now, hiring is challenging. It's time for a hiring partner that can help you rise to the challenge. That's Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process, find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed instant match assessments and virtual interviews with an instant match as soon as you sponsor a post you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on indeed that match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away plus you only pay for the quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements one of the things i love about indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place and easy and i don't have to like be this big boss that knows exactly everything and files everything and focuses and blah 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 i'm like indeed delegate, you know, you take care of it. I just need, I just need someone to work for me. Can you figure out all the annoying stuff? It makes it easy to hire great talent. And according to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. So be a boss. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at indeed.com slash mood. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to indeed.com slash mood to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash mood. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting sober was the best thing that ever happened to me. 
I literally hold no resentment or ill will towards this chapter of my life. It is something that I am literally so grateful for and I see as such a blessing in my life. Like there's no other way to say it. What I want you to hear is the thread through all of this is me realizing things were and are happening for me, not to me. God chose these things for me. So I could easily sit here and say, oh, this thing happened to me. This person did this to me, just negative to me, victim, whatever. But I don't look at it like that at all. Like the through line through all of this is things in my life happen for me. And I just take them as they come because I know I'm being guided. I'm always being guided. So yes, I got sober. Was it a choice that I made for myself? No, but I was being guided. And I want to take a moment to talk about getting sober in general, because I recognize that this is very, very delicate. I am here to say that getting sober was incredible. There are many, many people in this world who need to get sober and be sober. At this time in my life, when I got sober, I was so lost. I was willing to identify with anything. And although I came to the realization that I do not identify with the quote unquote alcoholic, like I said, it happened for me and it was an incredible experience. The big book of Alcoholics Anonymous says, if you can drink, our hat is off to you. You don't have to be here. There are people that can drink and there are people that cannot. If you are someone that cannot, I have nothing but the best memories and growth from being a small part of the Alcoholics Anonymous community. If you are struggling, AA is an absolutely amazing and life-saving place that I cannot recommend enough. It reconnected me with my faith. I found myself in a community. I met my mentor and I was able to put the pieces of my lost self back together. My underlying issues stared me straight in the face and I was finally able to make changes in my life. Yes, I lost myself. I was in a lot of pain and I did use alcohol to cope at that time. But getting sober, I was able to walk away from what I thought was my everything and take control of my life back, putting my life back together piece by piece, taking this opportunity that happened for me, not to me, and utilizing it and completely immersing myself in it. I didn't resent it. I wasn't upset about it. I mean, yes, there were times where it was like very hard because I, I was confused because I knew deep down I didn't identify with a lot of these things. And I was just so lost that I was just trying so hard to fit in to another mold. I mean, I've been trying to fit in my entire fucking life. But this is not negative. I look back and it was exactly what I needed at the time. And I'm literally so grateful. I, I want to be a different voice here. I want to say to you, AA is incredible. Sobriety is incredible. This next chapter is just simply my experience. I know so many people who have started drinking again and it is not okay. And they need to get sober again. I don't want to be an example for people to just start drinking again after they figure out their underlying issues and put their life back together. So yeah, maybe I am a 1% statistic of someone who can do this, but I can't change who I am and my story and where I am. So as I tell you the next chapter, I want to say I'm not defending myself. I do not need to prove myself. I am simply telling you my story for you to take with a grain of salt, zero salt, nothing, maybe even just be intrigued, entertained. All I want to promote is love. There's no good, 
There's no bad. There's no right. There's no wrong. It's just love. That's literally all it is. So after 12 months of no drinking, I got out of my unhealthy relationship and I began working on myself with literally the most incredible, like sent from heaven mentor and therapist. I was introduced to a woman that has been sober for 16 years and is just literally one of the lights of my life. It's just when I look back at some of the things, like when you look back and you make connections and it's like, if I never got in that one fight where, you know, my everything was controlling me and said that I had to go fix this about myself, I would have never met this therapist who is now like a lifeline to me, who is the person that randomly was like, okay, um, I don't think you need to go to rehab, but like, why don't you just like get coffee with this person and like see what you feel? who is now literally like family to me and a mentor in my life. I just look at these puzzle pieces and I'm just like, I mean, I, hey, I guess I had to go through four years of bullshit and f- had to figure all of this out the hard way to be able to have these certain people in my life. And I still talk to my friends today and I'm like, maybe I went through all of this so that you guys don't have to. I'm able to say firsthand, I know what it's like to be treated like that. And you do not have to put up with that. And that is not right. And you need to walk away because trust me, here's what happens when you don't. That's why I don't look back with resentment. If anything, I look back at myself and I'm like, sad for me. I'm like, I can't believe you literally loved yourself so little. That's all. But I found myself at this time, because obviously, you know, this is like a year ago, I found myself just like being myself again and laughing again and being silly again and figuring out what I liked to do and figuring out how to spend my time, figuring out even more so like my underlying issues and really working on them and really like digging into like the deepest shit that I've put off since like I was a kid. Just stuff that I never wanted to deal with in therapy when I was in second grade and still don't like dealing with in therapy today. But I was able to start digging up at that stuff, figuring out everything, putting these pieces together, like doing the most work on myself you can imagine, like genuinely. Although it was so hard and I had so much to work on and so many just like underlying issues that we all have, like we all have shit. We all have underlying issues. And I've said this on the podcast before, but I think it takes a very strong and potentially successful and incredible person to actually work on their shit and heal their own shit. You could live your entire life and never dig up your own stuff and never deal with it, but you will not love and live on this higher available level to you when you heal your own shit. When I had gotten out of my relationship, it was kind of that moment where all those truths that your loved ones hold on to come flooding through. And a lot of people told me that I lost my spark. You know, they didn't want to tell me when I was in it, but now that I was out of it, they were able to share these things with me. And I was able to start seeing myself through people's eyes that genuinely loved me for me. I didn't know that was possible. It was like empowering to realize I could not only love others like I do so selflessly every single day, but I could actually love myself. I could have boundaries. I could make choices for myself. I could 
fail and be okay. I didn't have to be perfect. I didn't have to be held to someone else's standards. I didn't have to be anything besides myself. Majuri makes fine jewelry for every day. New limited edition drops every Monday instead of seasonal releases like more traditional retailers. You guys know Majuri is like literally my absolute favorite jewelry ever. And the best part is they minus the traditional 10 time markup. They have fresh new picks at fair prices every single week, which is so dangerous for me, but for every style. And their pieces are fairly priced, handcrafted, ethically sourced, and made to last for every budget and for everyone including women's, men's, and unisex pieces. So it goes without saying that fine jewelry is for everyone because like, duh, we all deserve it. And they have their 14 karat gold staples that don't wear out or scratch easily. 14 karat is much more durable than 18 karat gold. And it's perfect for gifts for those who don't want to think about taking their jewelry off like me, like especially even in the summer, I am not taking my jewelry off ever. So they're perfect gifts for anyone with an active lifestyle. But they also have freshwater pearls, responsibly sourced diamonds, and milestone pieces. So it's great pieces for celebrating every Every day and every occasion from just because to birthdays a new job engagement they cover everything if you need help deciding what to gift just try virtual shopping you can live chat with a majority stylist one-on-one they'll answer questions you might have like what's their style pieces for their lifestyle how does a piece work with their existing collection everything is set so get ready to shop visit majuri.com and use code mood for 10 percent off your first order that's majuri.com code mood for 10% off your first order. I want to walk you guys through the actual like couple weeks where I decided to no longer be sober. And it's not because it's about alcohol. It really wasn't about alcohol at all. It was about obviously love and choice, free choice, choosing to take control of my own life. And I look back at it as such just like an amazing and beautiful moment in my life because it was the first time I looked at myself in the mirror and actually saw myself and was able to make a choice for myself. I remember standing in my bathroom, weirdly blow drying my hair and you know, you're blow drying your hair. So it's kind of like shower thoughts, I guess, like you're kind of doing something mindlessly and able to think about things. And I remember just thinking like about all of the things that I was doing. I was doing all these new things that I was finally doing for myself. I wasn't living for anyone else. I was feeling like myself slowly, but surely again. And just the thought came to me of like, do I need to be sober? Because I didn't get sober for myself. So Now that I'm living for myself, who am I sober for? It was just this moment where I realized that I could choose. And I didn't know what the choice was, like right off the top of my head. I was just like, this doesn't feel right. And if I need to be sober, I think I need to figure that out and choose it for me because I can't hold on to this decision that was made for me. I need to make a decision. So I first sat down with my brother and I cried. And I was just like, I'm really scared because I don't think I'm sober for me, but I don't want to lose my mentor. I think I'm sober for her because she's the biggest support in my life right now. And she's getting me through everything and I don't want to lose her. And my brother just looked at me and he was like, who are you sober for? And I was just like, her. And it was fucking terrifying because like I said, one of my underlying issues is abandonment. I don't, I hate losing people. I, 
I hate saying goodbye. I hate upsetting people. I, I want everyone to love me and never leave. I will do anything. Like I said, it's not about the drink, you guys. It just happens to be sobriety. It's about the fact that I was choosing to do something for someone else. That is the thread. The thread is love and underlying issues of what you will do for what you think is love and it's not because love is not punishing. Love is genuinely unconditional. Real love cannot be threatened. So after talking to my brother, I talked to my mom, I talked to my friends, you know, and I, I, I struggled with even kind of telling this part of the story because I think that it comes off as defensive or that I'm trying to prove something. But for me, it's the reason I just feel like sharing it, even though I might regret it, but hey, my career is full of regrets, I guess, is because it was just like this like really empowering moment where everyone just rallied behind me. Everyone just saw me for me and rallied behind me with real love and support. And so I talked to everyone in my life and they were like, we know, we know. We support you. We know you don't need to be sober. We know if you want to be sober, you will get sober. You know how. You know where to go. You need to make a decision for yourself. And we're here. And we know you. And we love you. And so I went to my mentor's house. And we went on a walk. And I was fucking terrified because I thought I was going to lose this person who's become my family. And she looked at me and she said, the big book says, if you can drink. Our hat is off to you and you don't have to be here, but I'm not going anywhere. I love you. And if you need to get sober, you know how you have me, but if you don't need to be, you don't need to be, and I'm not going anywhere. And we just had the most loving and beautiful conversation. It was just like this moment where everything in my life aligned to personal choice and love and rebuilding my life based on what I wanted it to be. And it had nothing to do with just like wanting to get drunk or drink again or whatever. I remember I went home that night and I told my brother, I was like, I told her and she said, it's okay. And she's not leaving me and she loves me and it's going to be okay. And he was like, so when are you going to drink? And I was like, I don't know. What if, what if I do need to be sober? Maybe we should just like practice. And so I took a sip of beer with my brother. Ended up taking like two more sips. I didn't even finish it. I was like, okay, yeah, I did it. I drank. Woo. And we ended up watching like two really shitty movies and cracking up on the couch. And then just like over time for the next literally over a year till today, I, you know, told everyone in my life, I told people that needed to know the whole story, the whole story. I told people that needed to know bits and pieces, bits and pieces. And yeah, like alcohol came back into my life, but not as a coping mechanism, not as something that I needed or was addicted to, just something that I would do socially and have a glass of wine, go out to a bachelorette party, you know, like just drink like a normal person. And unfortunately or fortunately, I can. And I don't need to defend that or prove that. It's my life. You don't have to live inside my head or my body or even alongside me if you don't want to. But it was truly the most empowering 
two years of my entire life, I made a very thoughtful decision. This has been over a year in the making. I didn't want to rush it. And the thread through all of it, you have to remember, isn't about the drink. It's about love. Every single person that loves me, and let me tell you, these are people that call me out on my shit, whether I like it or not, are there for me, are not worried about me, are supportive of me, and understanding because they see me and they love me. They saw who I was and they see who I am now. It was literally the most beautiful two years of my life, falling back in love with myself and the others that deserved it. I was able to make time for the people that I didn't prioritize because I was focused on making something else perfect that just didn't serve me. I love to love other people and I love being of service, but I was just putting that energy in the wrong place and that's okay. Like I learned, I learned the hard way. I lost myself. I was in a lot of pain and it has been a very long process to rebuild who I am. I've struggled with having to understand what I deserve, how to be treated, how to literally just act in this world. I still struggle with my underlying issues, but I you know, don't use alcohol or any other coping mechanisms to mask them. I'm seeing what it's like right now to add certain things in and consistently and constantly evaluating what serves me and what doesn't because I'm never going to be a perfect person. I did not solve all of my problems. I simply had things happen for me and utilized them to grow and heal and love. And there is still going to be so much more work that I need to do on myself. These are just the chapters of my life this far. They don't define me. They don't define me then. They don't define me now. I think I can finally say I feel actually lucky and blessed to be who I am today because I'm not who I was back then. I am so grateful for change, which is one of the things that used to scare the shit out of me and I hate because I thought it meant you lost everything and that people left. Article is the easiest way to make your space look beautiful. This direct-to-consumer company combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. As the weather gets cooler, it's time to start thinking about a return to entertaining, whatever that looks like for you. From the joyful excitement of a welcoming entryway to the comfort of a beautiful yet relaxed dining space, Article's newest collection invites guests to make themselves at home. I actually have some exciting home news that I'm going to share with you guys over the next month, so you will be seeing a lot of Article stuff. Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. Inspired by a variety of modern design aesthetics like mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian, I always recommend Article to people because it is like the perfect price point for stuff that is going to take you from space to space. You're investing in furniture, but it's actually fair prices because you save up to 30% over traditional retail price. Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you with no showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markup. So you're getting this incredible, great furniture, but you're not overpaying for it and you're going to absolutely love it. They have fast, affordable shipping available across the USA and Canada and is free on orders over $999. 
Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash mood and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mood to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I really wanted to get this out there because I think it was also the final step of fully embracing and accepting who I am. Because I know that once I put this out there, I can't rewrite the narrative and pretend and go back and pretend to be perfect. Try to win over people that I think deep down subconsciously, I still want to love me and I still want them to respect me. I I genuinely don't hold resentment over anyone. I think an incredible thing, I talked to one of my friends about it and her husband is sober. She is not. And we talked about the process of Alcoholics Anonymous. And the reason why I connected with it so much is because it reconnected me with my faith in God and a higher power. And it really makes you take an in-depth look at your life and hold yourself accountable. And her and I talked about it and we were just saying, it's so crazy. I just feel like everyone should do this. Like everyone should just go through these steps. Like why do just alcoholics have to do this? Like everyone should have to. It's a beautiful and incredible program. And just because, you know, it's not about the drink doesn't mean it's not an incredible program. And I think that that's why I'm so grateful for it because now I can offer it to people who need it. I can use it in my own life. I know how to take responsibility for my part in every and any situation. I know how to not hold resentments. I know how to communicate with kindness and love and necessity. You guys hear me say all the time, is it kind? Is it loving? Is it necessary? That's what I think before I speak. I know how to accept the things I cannot change and have the courage to change the things that I can. I know how to talk to God. I know how to have faith. I know how to be vulnerable and lean on people. And I know how to make decisions for myself. And uploading this podcast isn't just so people kind of, I mean, honestly, finally leave me alone, you know, let me live my life and stop judging me. I know that I'm never going to please everyone. Maybe people won't even listen to this. Maybe they won't give a shit. I think that the reason why it's so important for me to upload this is because it's fully stepping into the person that I've become and fully showing myself to the world. And that includes people that knew the old me and wanted to love the old me, but I couldn't be that person because I wasn't that person. And this is me really saying, hey, I love who I am. This is who I am. And I'm no longer trying to be that person for anyone. And it's scary because when you live your life with the underlying issues of wanting to be loved, wanting to be understood, wanting to be never abandoned, stepping into your own power and accepting the consequence that some people may not love you for you is scary, but it is necessary. I'm so proud of myself. I think I told my therapist and my mentor last week, I said, I'm so fucking proud of myself for all of the work that I've done and the person that I've become. I want to be able to share that. Like, I can't believe I was able to find myself again with how lost I was. Like, imagine you like lose your fucking wallet 
in a foreign country and you have no idea where you last saw it, but somehow over a two year span, you get your wallet back and you could have just given up and gotten a new wallet, whatever. Bad metaphor, maybe. But what I'm trying to say is like, I could have taken a different route. I could have been a very different person right now, but I had the courage to love myself and to heal myself and to be vulnerable and to reevaluate my life, walk away from things that I never would dare walk away from. I spent years chasing things and trying to keep, make things stay, force things to stay, force. And I was able to literally walk away. That was one of the biggest takeaways for me. Whenever I talk to people, I'm like, I can't believe that like, I made the conscious decision to say, I'm going to go because I spent my entire life just making sure no one left or running after people, fixing things, trying to fix myself. But I've just like accepted the thing that I can't change, which is me. I can't change who I am. Of course I can heal and I can grow and I can better myself, but I am who I am. And I'm slowly but surely liking myself and loving myself. And the thing about loving yourself is you don't have to like everything about yourself. That's not loving yourself. Loving yourself unconditionally, you don't have to like every little thing about yourself. Still work on stuff, but you got to love yourself, you know? I think where I'm at now with the social media of it all is I think I was just tired of pretending to be someone I wasn't for other people. And it's like, yeah, I go out with my friends and we have fun, but that's not the only part of who I am. That's just a part. And... I'm just having fun right now with my friends and I show it sometimes and I don't want to have to hide it because why do do I have to hide it? It's me. It's who I am. You you either love it or you hate it. All I want to do is be a voice of love. I know how delicate this is. I know that this is just my story and I know that people seek validation or inspiration from others. Me being one of those people, of course. That's why I say this is my story. This is my life. This is where I'm at now. You need to figure out yours. This is my experience. And I'm so blessed that it was an incredible experience. It was hard as hell. It was not easy. I've been through the toughest two years of my life. I've almost lost things that I've worked so hard for, like my career and the process. Because when you lose yourself and you are yourself as your job, it's really fucking hard. But I'm at a place now where I get to do my job that I love and talk to people about love. I'm just embracing who I am and I'm sharing that with people. And that's just what it is. I don't really have a lot much else to say without being repetitive and reiterating everything. You know, I'm sorry if it wasn't perfectly clear or if maybe it didn't resonate or you don't understand. Um, Maybe now that the door is open, you know, I can invite you in and share more, but you know, I don't, I don't know where we go from here in a sense of this story and sharing it just because I don't know how it's going to resonate with people, like I said, but I guess I'm glad that it's off my chest. And I I really do hope that not that my story inspires you to reevaluate, I don't know, drinking. Um, I hope that it just maybe inspires you to look within and evaluate how much you love yourself, what you're doing for yourself, what you're doing for others, 
what you could do to heal yourself more. That's what it's about. It's about, if it is about the drink for you, there's an incredible program. Alcoholics Anonymous, cannot recommend it enough. Therapy. All I want to make sure is that this episode is not only serving me, but serving you in some way to be vulnerable, to be yourself, to love yourself, and to know that you are never stuck. You can always make a change and you can always change for the better for yourself. You will always have control in your life. You do not have to be stuck ever. You can always make a change. It is going to be hard. It is going to take a lot of work, but it is going to be incredibly worth it, incredibly rewarding, and full of an immense amount of love. You might think that's cheesy, but it's just the truth. I don't know what else to tell you. And this is coming from a person that's, although lost herself and found her again, lost a lot of shit in the process. I am not a symbol of perfection over here. My life is pretty much a fucking mess, but I love myself. I love the people in it. I count my blessings every single day, including you guys, my career. And I just keep putting one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, one day at a time. I love you guys very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for holding space for me and your day. Take time to do that same thing for yourself. And I will talk to you guys with regularly scheduled programming next week. Um, Fingers crossed. This is going to be scary to upload. Bye.